Is this TikTok? So comedian tints exactly the same principle. Most of it is soft porn, to be honest. Excellent. Right, let's get into this, shall we? Hello and welcome to episode 57 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and my old mucker Mark. A man so trim he can make a prime cut of grass-fed filet. Jealous. Okie dokie. It's so hard to impress mm. at the moment. I just don't I should, know how to I respond should, to I them. Should, all right, we don't. Or I'll do, I'll do one for you. No, don't. <laughs> filet or fillet? Filet? I think you'd say fillet steak, wouldn't you? Mm. Should I do that again then? And you can have no. a different reaction. I don't know. Carry on. Move on. So chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, politics in the 80s. Plenty of the 80s. Probably mm. a bit more of that to come and some of the 60s. Uh, we're all working pro... You see that? Do you want to eat that before I carry on? I'm not I going to on? eat it. I'm not going to eat it. Well, why did you open it? Just attempt me. Just... <laughs> I don't understand you. Um, we're all, what do we get? We're all working progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness... <laughs> That our work here is done. I want a bit of that, actually. Now you've got that out of the packet. Make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app and follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Finecast. So, coming up in this episode, catch-ups, bookmarks, uh, work-life ballet, we've got some retro sweets action because mm-hmm. you wanted some. You wanted to lighten this thing up, didn't you? I mean, I think if only we could a... go live on YouTube and get people voting on who wins. Who wins what? Oh, the retro... The, the retro sweets. No, no, no one will watch us live. They barely watch us re-record. <laughs> They mm. don't, do they? I don't got anyone listening. Uh, in brain food, we'd do some prediction in crystal balls. Mm-hmm. We'll probably look back on some of our predictions and make some predictions. But yeah. we already did in the last episode, actually, mm. didn't you? Yeah. And we've got some, uh, we actually got some mailbag and life hacks as per usual. Insert positive statement here. I've got nothing positive to say about you. Okay. I'll go and have a bite of it, please. Can you? Do you want to describe what it is? It's a protein. Is that my protein? So you're yeah. a big fan of it. Are you endorsed by my protein? I think you should be. <laughs> you, can have you have enough of it. You got the little drinking thing. You've this got is, the yeah. snacks. It's we, just we, good. We, in... we are breaking our rule, aren't we? What sponsorship or eating? Eating. It's but a birthday cake. You talked about doing ads. What, okay, why don't you do an ad for this? Okay. While well, I eat it, I'll no, eat I, it, I'm and then you do an ad. Okay? I don't know whether to do it to do it like Apprentice style. Just, just however it comes out. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Fuck out, it's delicious. Mm. That's all you need to know. Is that right. strawberry? No, it's birthday cake flavour. Fucking hell, which is unbelievable. Birthday cake, my protein bars, 20 grams of protein, but only 2.4 grams of sugar. Use it to supplement your diet. Come on, it's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's really going to sell it. I swear, if I just go a bit closer to the mic. <laughs> Everybody loves people mm. eating. Stop it. It's good, isn't it? I mean, it is sweet. Spectacular. Is it good for me, is it? Yep. Excellent. Mm. It reminds me, the top of that reminds me when we come on to the retro sweets. What do you call the white buttons that have the hundreds and thousands on top? 
Oh, crikey. Because they've got a lot of names. And I, know I don't know. You're it, Northern. We just used to get, um, my mum used to bring like a bag of those. Used to get like a quarter from the shop, you know. Yeah. Rather than in a packet, just in a, in a see-through yeah. bag. So I never really knew what they ne- Never got them in a, no, it's never a brand. They just came in a, I don't know. I know Jazzy's is one. Right. But there's there's quite a lot. Anyway, we'll anyway, leave that we're to kind the of, We're teasing. We're jumping, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Um, you okay? Yes, thank you. Good. Anything to report? Yeah, half my chocolate, half we my birthday cake's gone. It's really good. I'm not going to have any. Are you mm. going to save it? Are you going to save it, are you? Yeah, I'm going to have it. I'm not going to really eat it. Thank you. That's delicious. Yeah, good. We have a new website, Mark. Yeah. Would you say it like that? So there's a criticism come in. No. Oh, well, only, a, only a self-criticism. I went to look at it because I knew you'd been doing work on it. And yeah. it wasn't that easy to find. What are you on about? I sent you a link to it. You What? What do you mean easy to find? <laughs> have you done a Google search for a website and a link I basically sent you? I should have sent a screenshot. I knew it. I knew it. Here's our new website. Here's a picture of the new website, Mark. Honestly. Okay, anyway. Do you have any idea I'd how like long I've spent on that? Quite a long time. Thank you. Longer than me. Yes. You're sorting out other people's websites today, weren't uh, this week as well? Uh, yeah, well, so I do that. Help people, don't I? Mm. Idiot. Um, <laughs> so the new website, mm. I'm fine, I'mfinecast.com for all those people. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's where I'd look. Anyway. You, okay, right. Can we just no. settle this once and for Do you want to put it in now and have a look on your phone? <laughs> more tiktok stop it um i'm gonna get cross i can feel it i can feel it I'm getting angry i've never seen you angry you wouldn't want to <laughs> i think you'd just laugh at me to be honest yeah. i don't think you'd take it seriously would no. you so yes i'mfinecast.com is not something we've pushed really because no. we're on anchor and spotify and all the other things so but we did talk about something i really wanted to do and had started doing was starting to categorize our pods mm. and now we're uh, we're knocking on the door of 60 pods yeah and we talk about... Some... Oh, you've got the hashtags? Yeah. Good. Well done, you're good at this. Thank you. So I've got categories in there. Yeah. So you can go to the, you can go to browse episodes and I've done, done categories, so quite a broad search. And then I've got hashtags for the wider things that we talked. Do you know we talked about the hash cla- hashtag cloud at the beginning? Yeah. We've actually yeah. got one. Wicked. Like That's a great. real one. Mm-hmm. What I haven't done. So I've gone through broadly and put in the categories and the hashtags mm. based on the descriptions. Because when you read the description, I cannot remember... Yeah. Well, maybe I'm, actually I could give a job to my mum, couldn't I? I was going to say, get her back. She can, she's good at admin. Yeah. She can go and give her the website access. Oh God, give it, <laughs> give her the website access, and she can start tagging all the all the content. Yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Before yeah. she goes too far. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a shout a bit, mum. I've got mindfulness written here. Why have I got mindfulness written down? Don't know. I have no idea either. Um, test and trace. So, do you know I was saying 12 billion and you went, I'm pretty sure it's 22 billion. But and now then it's 37. And guess what stat I'm about to give you. Um, okay, here we go. If you gave, all right, I'm going, we haven't discussed this. I reckon you're going to tell me two things. You're going to tell me that's 546 pounds for every person in this country. That's one stat you might give me. Or mm-hmm. number two, the comedian who said, if you gave. Chameleon. Comedian. Oh. Um <laughs> Who said, why don't we just buy everybody a mid-range smartphone mm. in the whole of the UK? Yeah. And for a million quid, I'll give them a bell every day and see how they're doing. Yeah. Oh, that was fairly oh, amusing. An, yeah, someone else said a mid-priced uh, telephone and pay 100 quid for everyone to check in every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I saw that one as well. Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's good. No, I wasn't going to give you that stat. I was going to give you how high the stack of <laughs> 37 billion in 20 pound notes was going to be. Because okay. that's how we measure everything now. Yeah. Right? No, 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 no. So yeah. 37 billion would have in 20 pounds sterling notes, crisp ones, remember, it's very important to yeah. say, a weight of just over two tons and a single stack of 1,850,000,000 new banknotes. 
how many? 1 billion, 850 yeah. million yeah. new banknotes would be 246 kilometers high, 152 miles. Right. Space is only 62 miles away. <laughs> that's nuts, isn't it? So test and trace would... Did think, oh, is that going to reach the space station? But that's about 400, that's about 400 kilometers. So it's over halfway to from here to the International Space Station. Mm. Cool, huh? So... And scary as well. From a similar aspect yeah. i've been looking at doing billions in terms of time oh that's a good one have um, you done the 37 billion then have you yes i had actually <laughs> or just then or no no no, no. before it's actually on my laptop here i just noticed when i started doing cool go um no i'm only going to do one. Oh, um one what amazon's revenue for 2020 oh yeah is 386 billion dollars mm-hmm. if every one of those dollars was a minute a minute right yeah, yeah. Not a second on this one. Okay. This is just a bit more impressive. If every, <laughs> it's a if, minute. If every one of those dollars was a minute. So 386 billion minutes. Yeah. Is three quarters of a million years. So basically that would equate to 734,000 years. Wowee. But I've got another. I'm going to. This is this is the day for stats. Boom. Here we come. <laughs> Steady yourselves, everybody. You know, in America, they're trying to get, I think, is it a minimum wage or a living wage of $15 an hour? Oh, yeah. And there's a load of, oh, it's too much. And there's a big sort of, oh, our price of our McDonald's will go up. Right. Blah, blah, blah. This is what billionaires, <laughs> this is what billionaires have made in the pandemic per hour. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Musk. No, no, I'll go from the bottom. Buffett, $3 million an hour. What, since? since During the pandemic. Well, that's basically the last year, right? Roughly. Yeah. Gates, 3.2. Zuckerberg, 5.1. Bezos, 9.4. Musk, $19.5 million an hour. You wouldn't take lunch, would you? Yeah, but I don't think he's made that. I think it's more likely... Be- no, hold on. No, well, when I was in the club with them, and we <laughs> were all friends. saying the other day, we were yeah, last, t- last time I spoke it's not to, real money. Last time I spoke to Jeff... And Elon, right? Yeah. We we made it very clear that <laughs> that's probably the value of e- e- Elon. Have has you it. told him about the diesel and petrol? <laughs> yeah, Tesla covered in diesel. Yeah, right. Go on then. No, all I'm saying, I'm not, but I'm not poo-pooing your your thing. All I'm saying is that Musk probably didn't make that. He probably made that in value of his shares, rather than Bezos probably actually made it in okay. in cold hard cash. That's all I was saying. Okay, you know, you know what I mean? Because. Yeah. Yeah, because Musk is probably worth well. worth more, isn't he? But he's sold bugger all. Yeah, Amazon actually sell a you know a shit yeah. ton. They opened they? their first contactless shop, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, be good for introverts, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be good. Mm. We're talking about when you when you die and the debts and running up debts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's funds from your estate that are used to pay inheritance tax. Yeah. So I think if you've got an estate and you've got outstanding debts, you settle it with what you've got. Yeah. If you haven't got anything in the estate. It gets written off. Yeah. I can whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I can jog on. Yeah. So there is sense. an element of why don't you just, you know, we'll get, get to maybe there's that kind of scale where you get to a point where I go, right now we're heading I'm on the down, I'm on the downside to my life. I've, I, maybe I'm over the peak. Well, why don't I just make sure I go off this mortal coil with absolutely nothing? Do you know what I mean? Or just, just go over, just go over a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, go out, get some loan sharks. So what's happened get some, with get my dad? What's happened with my dad's estate? is that he went totally by the book. And so I think you're allowed to give whatever it was, I don't know, £1,500 in gifts a year. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. And yeah. so he would give £1,500. So eke out your inheritance yeah. that way, yeah. So he was he was well off 
He had yeah. a nice house and he had a lot of savings. Yeah. And we were talking about this around pensions. So he did his job, got taxed yeah, yeah. on the money, yeah. put it into a pension, gets taxed on his pension. And then when he dies, the money that he's been taxed on and then taxed on is then taxed on. It's a, it's a proper piss take, isn't it? Yeah. I actually worked it out at some stage. Some of the money would actually be negative. <laughs> because <laughs> there, it, it would have been... 40% would have gone, that there would have been nothing left. He was actually owing people. So he died on uh, August 21st, so just over six months ago. Mm -hmm. I accept, hands up, I could have been a wee bit quicker getting every bit of paperwork off. Including opening envelopes? Yes, it's one of the two things did. But there was pandemic, okay. there was me not being good at opening envelopes, and some of his records were a little bit difficult to, to get to the bottom of mm -hmm. because they're all paper records, obviously. Yeah. Anywho, got his probate sorted mm. to a point now where we know roughly what the tax bill is. Mm -hmm. And the person that is assisting with the probate said, just to let you know, from February the 21st, six months after my dad's death, mm -hmm. you're now being charged on this tax bill. Oh, well, what, late, interest. It, what late, late payment interest or just... Yeah, because because you haven't you done have, everything but, with his estate and sold his house. They didn't tell you. They, they didn't tell you this six months ago. Well, I don't think it's the first thing you look at when you're trying to sort out. No, no, but no one estate. said. Oh, but, make sure you don't spend longer than six months because you're starting. But also, six months like what? Somebody's died hmm. in a pandemic. Hmm. Hmm. Everything else is being put on hold. Oh, so yes. The so, replies. So, you know, I'm writing off to a building society, and they're going. It might take us four weeks to reply. It's true. I mean, because we've hardly got any staff. HMRC, so I wait four weeks. Yeah, HMRC aren't 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 you know bothering people for their late vat payments at the yeah. moment they're like yeah we get it when we get it because yeah. everyone's under a lot of pressure or not getting their no, not getting the post because they're not in the office for example so we've now so, got the irony of my oh, dad they're all over, they're yeah, all over my you when you're salary grieving. being taxed and his pension contributions being taxed and then the pension payment being taxed and then the money that's remaining being charged daily interest so the bill has come in and it's for all his assets so his money and the value of the house right so to stop interest, you have to pay on all of it. Now, right. obviously, we haven't sold the house mm. in the middle of a pandemic, mm. but that doesn't matter. You have to pay yeah, yeah, all your inheritance tax, or you can do it in 10 payments, but interest will be payable on those. And I'm thinking... It's tight, isn't it? it you is know, we're hardly getting a penny out of Amazon, yet my old man <laughs> is going to sort of, Yeah, good point. It doesn't feel... No, it doesn't feel right, nah. does it? And he did everything by the book. And you're right. If he had put the, the house over to me eight years ago, it would have been in my name now and he wouldn't have had to pay. I thought there was things to stop that. It have to be a certain time before yeah, the death. But if you don't, I think you it's don't like know seven years. Die, you? you don't know. You no, but he, could have, done it, it, he right. could have done it when he was 60 and just said, yeah. I'm just going to keep living here. Yeah. I'm handing it over to you. Peppercorn rent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It isn't even a difficult system to play. But no, not, well, no. But anyways. Yeah. Bull's blood wine. Mm-hmm. Because you told the story, the interesting story of how you used to go and hang out with one of your teachers dressed as a cadet mm. and drink wine and smoke cigars at age of um, 13, if I remember rightly. And you yeah. went, who hasn't? And I went, me, Mark, <laughs> and most of the listeners, actually, I think you'll find. Is it Bulgarian? Or was um, I wrong on that? Egri Bikava, the wine formerly known as Bull's Blood. A bit like Prince. <laughs> what, formerly known as? Yeah. yeah. Egri Bikava, known, as, uh, known to many as Bull's Blood, is the traditional red wine of the North Hungarian appellation of Eger. All right. Located between Budapest and Tokaj. You'll, you'll probably know this anyway, but the town of Eger is, uh, is the site of a 16th century battle between the Hungarians and the Ottomans. Mm. 
Uh, oh, this is relevant. The Hungarian the Hungarian victory is attributed in legend to their drinking red wine that the Turks thought was bull's blood. So ironic I was in an army uniform drinking it. Yeah. Maybe that was what he was trying to recreate. Yeah, the, the, the battle of the uh, of the Hungarians and the Ottomans. Mm. Mm. Isn't an Ottoman the thing you have at the end Piece of your of bed? Furniture, yeah. <laughs> you put we blankets in. You're bound to win that battle, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, battle of the blankets. Well, if you just play, yeah, if you just if you're <laughs> fighting a box, yeah, so. this looks like a field of of uh, furniture, Sarge. <laughs> Firewood, yeah. There we are. I don't know what kind of brand of cigars you were smoking at thirteen, but you know, I have got another cigar story, but it's not that good. So no, I don't know what brand they were in a box. Oh, you told me something random when you came in today. You went rice has got arsenic in it. How do we even get on that? We get on some random things, mm. don't we? No idea. Oh, we're talking about your book, your great reset book, been laced with something because it's so it is unusually heavy. Yeah, that isn't is it? suspicious. Isn't it, it is very like, suspicious. Many, I'll have a look at the pages. They're either really thin. Sorry about my hundreds and thousands. <laughs> I don't know how you've opened that. Watch me eat it, and you've not had any of it. You haven't even had a lick. You've thumbed the crumbs. Thumbed the crumbs. So it's uh, 280 pages, but that. That it, is like a. It feels like it should be four times tome, as thick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's suspicious sure in, it every, in every in every manner. Yeah, that's what we were saying. It might be laced with something. You said it was probably might be laced with arsenic. Yeah, and rice. Yeah, is, rice has got arsenic. Do you want to tell it? us about rice and arsenic? I don't even know if it's true. I just think <laughs> I saw something the other day. Arsenic and old rice. That's a literary reference. It's arsenic and old yeah, rice. Yeah, I wouldn't get it against too rich for my blood. Mm. Bull's blood. It's Steve Bull's blood is your bull's. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. That's going to get a lot of laughs from people, isn't it? Especially in... That's especially, in oh, Germany. In, Have you seen our German listeners? Going up, innit? That's good. So good. The arsenic content of raw rice varies from 0.1 to 0.4 milligrams of inorganic arsenic. Uh, rice has a much higher arsenic level than arsenic. I than arsenic. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rice has a much higher arsenic level than that in other grains, such as wheat and barley for which the reported arsenic content is 0.3 to 0.4. Oh, so boring, isn't it? Yeah, but there is arsenic um, in rice. So yes, there is, yes. Undisputable. Yeah. Um, Undisputable, do you say? Indisputable. Okay, just checking. Your mum can listen Mr. back to Pedant. that one. <laughs> um, I sat on some scissors once and got arsenic poisoning. Oh, I forgot to tell you. When mm. I didn't, I know I. I have told you. I forgot to tell our good. I forgot to tell you, good listeners. Mm. Um, yeah, because we talk to each other. We don't really talk. I didn't really talk to people at the end. Have you noticed? At the beginning, I say hello. I'm not, yeah. talk, not talking yeah. to you. Okay. Then we have a chat. Then we have a chat. Where I'm talking and then we to go you, back to and them. then I kind of talk to. Yeah. So for most of this part, we kind of ignore everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we. I just kind of. It's just it dawned on me that dynamic. Mm. Mm. Anyway, it's like Eric and we know Ernie there. when they were Eric and Ernie. <laughs> Okay, Bert. Oh, no, that's... No, uh, <laughs> Morecambe and Wiser, man. <laughs> anyway. Not Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Oh, God, I'm so tired. Go on, then. Get to your point. I have told you, I haven't told our good listeners, that my Atlas DNA and gut biome results are back. Oh, yeah. And they are vast. <laughs> what? Just an interesting <laughs> adjective. <laughs> the, the, the stats are vast. Okay. Um, Can you hit us with some headlines? No. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I'm kind of related to Darwin. That's what it said. It's gone my... What? You look at me going, oh, you fuck. Galapagos <laughs> tortoise, maybe. That's about as Darwinist <laughs> as you Imbecile. How could you possibly be... I share the same um, or well, similar DNA or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do this more justice. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's so much stuff. I'm still digesting it all. <laughs> 
um i'll put it together and i'll um i'll present <laughs> but uh, i mean it's quite because you can do the dna and you can do the gut biome separately but if you put them together they do do some kind of cross modification okay of those results yeah yeah because you might be a bit egyptian and therefore this yeah I'm, I'm part asian yeah i mean you can see by looking at me yeah can't you i think it's like 0.3 percent but mm. um, i don't know which bit no it's quite interesting there's a lot of stuff yeah there's a lot of stuff i don't understand but anyway they sent me some they sent me an update and they said your 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 account is quite good the dashboard's amazing yeah. i'll have to show you it yeah and they said we've just updated we haven't updated your results but as we've found out more about yeah. the science of all this we've put that into your information and it's given you more stuff okay so as they find out things they update your account yeah. and yeah yes yeah, so it's really good exciting Dentists. Dentists are not prevented from using doctor entirely as in their title. Okay. Um, but it is about the way they use it. So I think um well a spokesman for the Department of Health said the title of doctor is not protect is not a protected title, so you don't have to be a medical pr- practitioner to use it. Mm. I think you can call yourself a doctor, but what you can't go telling everyone is that you're a doctor. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Be like Doctor Who. Well it's like in um is it New Zealand where quite a few um or Doctor Dre? Quite a few <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few um, Christian names are banned in New Zealand, aren't they? Don't they? Yeah. You you chat a bit. I'm going to do some looking up. Oh, shall I put your music on? <laughs> yeah. For a little break? Yeah, so th- so that the army captain can stretch his, his sourdough. Uh, sourdough. Yeah, okay, let's, uh, let's get to that one. I do like the break actually it's nice isn't it yeah relaxing okay yeah i don't know i think there are other countries as well but 21 baby names that have been forbidden in forbidden forbidden you can't ban a name can you You can where yeah. what in a country what kind of country they've been forbidden many countries have rules restricting the names parents can legally give their children the country's no. registrar of birth deaths and marriages must approve baby's names I never knew that. I thought we could do what you like. We could do this, banned or allowed, couldn't we? It's, you what? could get some more music, and yeah. it could be like something like Sale of the Century music. Oh, like kind of like a true or false game kind of. Sale of the Century, Nicholas Parsons. Oh right, okay. So we won't play. I worked with him. I did a job with him once. Did you? Yeah, and he played the part of a game show host. We did an event for Microsoft. Okay, and we paid him an extra extraordinary amount of money to come yeah. along and be a be a compare we're not going to play true or false but these are some of the ones okay? okay this is from the period of 2001 to 2013 six sets of parents asked these were all denied by the way asked to name their newborns lucifer i yeah. think that's all right oh it's a nice name yeah. like lucy yeah mm-hmm. 2008 family court in new zealand took custody of a nine-year-old girl named Tulula does the hula from hawaii so that her name amazing. could be changed the court is profoundly concerned about the very poor judgment that this child's parents have shown in choosing this name. <laughs> it makes a fool of the child. I don't see it does. No. I can sort of get anal. <laughs> Someone's wanted to call their child anal. Yeah, that fell under the category of might cause offence to a reasonable person. Yeah. Baron? Oh, because official titles and ranks aren't permitted. Right. Um, <laughs> the same judge that saw Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii noticed <laughs> that registration of officials had forbidden a number of other names, including Stallion. I've seen some some videos with someone called Stallion in them, I think. I don't want to know. <laughs> also in the might cause offence category, again. sex fruit. 
I mean, they're not awful, are they? I think sex fruit's something like when you're sort of in your 20s, that'd be quite catchy. I think if you're a three-year-old going to nursery and your name's called out. Yeah, but imagine if you're called then it's a bit different, isn't it? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's a bit different. It's about that thing, isn't it? Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right, you know. So the final one, Mm. um, fish and chips. Twins? (laughs) What? Oh, that was just for one person? Yeah. All right. If you had twins and they called fish and chips, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, nice one. Um, we have to move on, Mark. <laughs> Work-life ballet, retro suites. Right, fight to the death. The last time... Oh, blimey, it's turned already. Yeah. Escalated. <laughs> have you got Have you got something to... Okay. Well, you mentioned the site. I've got sites. If you if yeah, we well, go on the same site, what, what I, well, how I propose doing it, because mm, we've got a big range of... Business meeting. <laughs> yeah. I've, we've got a big range, age range of listeners. We had a we have, 13 we? year old the other day, my niece, who told my sister I've been listening to Mark's podcast. And I thought, oh, that's she had sweet. A listen. And she went, he goes on about vaginas a lot. She meant she'd listened to Amelia's. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so my sister was sort of like in a fairly terse tone. Yeah. So you've been talking about vaginas. My, my daughter's been listening. Right. Well, we see, we've got to be careful what we say, right? I'm going to have to use the bleep on this episode. What, for vaginas? <laughs> the other word I just said. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah no, so, so, so what I, I thought could, was, we've got a big range. Yes, of eight, yeah. We've talked about generation gaps, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your retro suites and my retro suites are going to be yeah. different. There might be a couple of clashes, but... Yeah, so what I thought mm-hmm. was, did you say you've got a site with 60s and 80s? No, I've got, I, I was looking at a site with 60s suites. Yeah. Uh, it's called, the title... Uh, Sweets in the 60s, or where did all those fillings come from? <laughs> and there's just there's just got some pictures of the advertising and some names I've not heard of. I was just going to read some out and see if you'd heard of them. But if, you, if you've got your little game to do, then let's do that. Well, we could... I could just read some of them out, see if you, you've heard of them. Yes. The first one I've got here is Spangles. Oh, bless. Yeah, I've heard of them. So, boiled fruit-flavoured sweets in a square with yeah. a circle in the middle of the square. Yeah. yeah. Good name as well, Spangles. Yeah, they look quite nice. I like that. Uh, you can imagine that as um, maybe on a, um, a British seaside Butlin mm-hmm. resort, slightly dodgy child's entertainer <laughs> with a pet monkey called Spangles. Yeah. Uncle Tom and Spangles. Have you finished? Yeah. Good. <laughs> the chocolate bar that everyone mentions in the 60s and earlier, Fry's Five, five Boys. Boys. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I've heard o- of Fry's. Skip over that one. It's too Fry's easy. Because Fry's is here, isn't it? Fry's is based in, was Bristol. It was, but they shut it down. They do. Because Cadbury's got... Cadbury's, didn't well, they? Cadbury's, yeah. The Fry's... Factory was in Canesham. That's right. Then yeah. Cadbury's took over. And then I think it's gone to Poland now because it got taken over by... Kraft? Yeah. Yeah. And they've changed some of the things quite badly. I don't badly. know that. It's like fruit out. and nut. They've changed Everyone's the... Everyone's a fruit and nut case. Don't think you can say that anymore. What? I can sing the ad. Mental health. What did you say in the last podcast that I had to edit out? Nonce. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you just said... <laughs> One's politically correct. One's massively offensive to my mum. Okay. <laughs> I love that she's, she's the guide, isn't yeah. she, for what's allowed yeah, on this. She's, she's yeah. a big Prince Andrew fan. She's like the Ma- Mary Whitehouse. Oh, is, yeah. Is she the one that... Mary yeah, Whitehouse? in the 70s, yeah. Well, there's Mary Whitehouse that, that, that was the dog trainer. Then there was the one that was like head of... Oh, like, no, Barbara editor. Woodhouse, wasn't it? Oh, right. <laughs> so, Her sister. So, Craft <laughs> have done... They changed... <laughs> Completely two different people. Or PG Woodhouse. <laughs> Train dogs and wrote books about it. 
PG Tips. Oh, Didn't write books, sold tea. <laughs> crystal Tips. Crystal Tips and Alistair. Are you all right? Cartoon. You haven't even heard oh, Just Word Association. <laughs> okay, right. It's just what Alistair you do on McGowan, your own. Alistair McGowan, comedian. The <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop. Um, Sorry. Where were we? So, when Kraft took over, I think they've moved the factory to Poland. No, no one's going to care. No, people will. <laughs> no, they won't. They've changed. In Cadbury's Fruit and Nut, they've changed. Everybody's a fruit. And that's what I was saying, wasn't it? That's where I was. Yeah. They've changed the sultanas slash raisins, and they've also, they now put in chopped nuts rather than nuts nuts. Absolute savages. Yeah. Anyway. So welcome to, your, your 12-minute rant should be about that. Mm. Absolute disgrace. What else is on your no, list? No, that, 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 was, that was the main, was oh, was the one at the beginning? No, that was it. What have you got? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to try and give you a few to see whether these stood the test of time. What do you mean? Well, they, they, were, they were retro chocolates and sweets yeah. back when I was young, but okay. did, did, did they pervade your, like, eating habits? Okay. Caramac? Yes. Here's another thing. Could you remember when LucasAid used to be wrapped in crinkly yellow paper? No. <laughs> so the LucasAid bottle yeah. used to be wrapped what, in see-through cellophane. Yeah. Like for no purpose. Oh, so like no, that. It's almost like it's in a sort of its own oh, condom. Oh, no, not, no, it does look like a condom. That looks horrible. Yeah. Why mm. did they do that? I don't know. I never knew they did do that. Yes or no, sherbet fountains. Yes. And what was the black the, stick? The licorice. It was definitely a licorice yeah, it's stick. plastic now. It's Excuse plastic. me, what now? In a sherbet fountain, what you suck through is plastic. Hold on, they just put a plastic straw in there. In effect, yeah. What? Yeah. That's... How can we talk about COVID? We should be talking about these things. <laughs> That's the biggest travesty, isn't it? So what about name changes? Right. Okay, cool. That'd be good. Obviously, the most famous I think everyone would go for would Marathon. be... Marathon. Yeah. Into Snickers. Also Jif and Sif, but that's less of a sweet, isn't it? It's more of a toilet cleaner. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, was, I thought you had a list of them. No, I was just trying... Oh, yeah. Opal Mints. Opal Mints. Yeah. Not opal fruits, opal mints. They changed and they became something different. Opal mint, not extra strong mints. No, became pacers. Oh, no, I don't know that. No. No. I'll tell you something that is interesting, the size of the Quality Street tin. What, what it was to what it is now? Yeah. Don't bother going into it. I'm just saying it's interesting. I'm not. Okay, I'm going to give a catchphrase. You've got to give the product. Okay, cool. And listeners, you can all join in, especially our German listeners. Yeah. It's Frothy Man. Well, as it's frothy man, it's a man that's made of froth, or it's frothy, comma, It's man. a polar bear saying it's frothy man. He's described the polar bear. A polar bear? I'd probably go Fox's Glacier Mint. No. If it's a polar bear? Oh. No. It's frothy man. No, I don't know. Never heard of it. Cresta. Cresta drink. Do you never have that? We're doing sweets, not pop. Mm. Okay. Come on. Just a descript. Okay. Which is another one? I'm, I'm doing all this. So what... Yeah, it's your section. <laughs> which chocolate bar... Tasted how it looked. That's a very perverse thing. It was Is a distinct it? color, but it tasted that color. So it's a bar of chocolate. Yeah. It's a specific color, and yeah. it tasted of that color. Is it chocolate color? It's not white mm. or chocolate. Okay. It's pink, then, I'll tell you. It's a pink chocolate bar. Like that but one it, you got there. <laughs> but it tastes pink. No, I don't have no idea. Pink Panther. No. Not have Pink Panther chocolate. No. Is that still around? No, I don't think so. Had this changed when you were a lad? So I'm going to show you a product now that is very 60s. Yeah. And I think they might have changed. So that's what they were called. 
fags. Yeah, they were sweet candy cigarettes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the lovely bit is that they had the red bit on the end. So yeah, when you did, I do remember when those. When you did smoke them. But were they like candy sticks? Yeah, they you, were, yeah. 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 But it's great that they were actually called fags, wasn't it? <laughs> um, okay, so here's the key one. Did you ever have Spanish gold? No. It was sweet coconut tobacco. So oh, it looked like worms. Yeah, and you I ate can, it. Was it in paper? Was it paper? You yeah, have to fold it, it out. To, yeah, like like tobacco. Yeah, yeah, I think I do rem- remember. It, but I don't remember the, the name. Yeah, mm. I've got some others here. Gold Rush. I alluded to Gold Rush, and I called it Golden Nuggets. But Gold Rush is a they little, do look like nuggets. It's a I little cloth bag. Yeah, that's right. With I've got some. I bought some off Amazon. All right, a couple still of years do. ago. Okay, and they're just crunchy little bits. Of, they're not You've real gold. They're candy. They're not real gold. No shit. Mm. I thought you'd use one for your tooth for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some the Cadbury's have got some old brands like Old Jamaica. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and was like rum and raisin. And Atlas, wasn't it? There's one called Atlas, I think, and there's one called Aztec. Aztec, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, mint cracknell. Yeah, it was like um an after eight on okay. speed. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a picture of the we mentioned at the beginning of the pod the the, the chocolate ones with the hundreds of thousands on the top. Mm, what are they called? They're not, they just don't have a, I don't think they did have a name. You see, I'm going to get in trouble with this because I, I have a number of people that are into retro sweets that are going to just go, they're not just jazzies, they're also called, I think we're going to have to find out. Okay, jazzies or snowies. This sounds like drug references again. Yeah. Right, anything else on that or should we? Nah, move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was well Complete random, randomness. Right, let's move on. We've predicted much of the carnage that's happened, haven't we? Yeah. You start to think, have we just made it happen? Ooh. Because we've thought about it and mentioned it. Has it happened? And there's a thing. We could be solely responsible for the things that have happened. So what are you thinking? I'm thinking sharing the vaccine. We mentioned that as a good idea and that's now being done. Yeah, we did. So were you looking forward? You you, you suggesting oh, looking yeah. forward for spring and summer? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's the start of a turn. Okay. Tony Blair's influence in this country is just going to become totally disproportionate. Interesting one. It's quite bold, that. He has um, a research institute that is working with a government think tank at the moment. The irony of him working with the Conservative government. Mm. Um, He is funded by Bill Gates and Mm. Melinda Gates' foundation. You showed me that, uh, which is all public record, isn't it? Yeah. It's all out there. I'll have to find the link for that just for our listeners. But you can see all the donations made to the, is it some institute? Yeah, he's had lots of uh, big, chunky donations from Mr. Gates, hasn't he? Oh, Tony Blair Institute for Global Change? Yeah. So he's one of the things he tried to do is bring in um, ID, wasn't it, when he was Oh, he did, yeah, the um, he's been, identity cards. Yeah, he's been recorded as saying that was one of his biggest disappointments. Right. I mean, I would think bombing a load of innocent people should be actually top of your disappointments, but ID card was obviously up there for him. You can see so someone face. who doesn't want to comment on <laughs> nurses' pay rises, right? <laughs> but, Straight in, two-footed to the knee. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think he's going to have a massive influence and it's it's on the whole global thing. Well, you're, yeah, I mean, you look at, just go to his uh, well, institute.global and the homepage is a wistful-looking Tony Blair with equip, equipping leaders to respond to the crisis. Yeah. Um, so confronting, as, uh, yeah, so confronting covid19 and then just some of the news articles are passing the test how to safely reopen the economy yeah 
great reset um capitalizing on crisis western european populist and covid19 past and future and the progressive case for universal internet access how to close the digital divide interesting one of jeremy corbyn's was it free broadband wasn't it okay it's funny the great reset have taken that because you could that's so kind of two-sided isn't it you kind of will leveling the playing field in terms of people having the same access to information and knowledge and that kind of thing but on the flip side it works from the we can track everybody if everybody's connected well like bill gates with the farmers yeah the indian and african farmers where he gave them a phone and then and then took all that yeah milked (laughs) yeah the phone milked everything and then sold that data back to them yeah yeah and we touched on it in we talked about the last pod with the uh which i did put a link up to great reset video what about forum about you said that in the last one that video that you couldn't remember in the last episode <laughs> the one about the um d- d- digital tracking yeah and vaccine passports and stuff like that just a very very quick one on that yes this is literally going to be just one minute so i watched under the great reset research i was listening to snowden Edward. What's his face? yeah mm-hmm. and he gave a really really interesting talk about something called i think bulk data i might have got that wrong but i think it's bulk data they asked him about uh, mobile phones and are we being watched and are we being listened to and and basically went yes of course we are but that isn't the problem it's the le- well, least of your worries kind of yeah, thing yeah it's like you know that so the interesting thing why this was interesting for me he was saying back in the day he and other people used to use different phones that were easier to have control over and when I used to do work with offenders, mm. noticeably drug dealers, they would always have a BlackBerry because a BlackBerry, in effect, was encrypted, but also you could take the back off, take the battery out. Oh, right. And what Edward yeah. Snowden was saying, so the police couldn't intercept mm. anything on mm. it. It was done in some riots as well. In the Tottenham riots, Blackberries were used to coordinate the whole thing. The harder thing about Blackberries is smuggling them into um, prisons, though, because they're not so aerodynamic. <laughs> Are you saying you can't shove up your ass very easily? You can't, no. Just say that. Okay. So. <laughs> so but someone's tried. Um, Did someone try? That's someone. Have you seen? Oh, everything got stuck yeah. up there. What was the best thing you saw smuggled in up someone's bottom? The best thing, not up someone's bottom. The best thing I've seen smuggled in was, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say the jail, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the security men put together a little video of, failed drug smuggling in this prison oh yeah so when the visitors come in basically they were searched and there was drug dogs and everything and then you go and sit opposite your loved one you'd have this sort of parade of people coming in to visit there was one and the camera was tracking and she looked like a hamster she had so much drugs in her (laughs) her mouth and the idea was she was going to kiss her partner Mm. swap Basically spit it into his mouth and he would try and then swallow it and then a couple of days later be able to use it. And she was very aware. I I can't even remember what the rules were about because it wasn't like a screen. You were basically sitting at a little table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember, to be honest, if there was allowed to be any physical contact. Obviously, you couldn't have a bag and start, you know. Yeah, yeah. But this camera just zoomed in and these great big cheeks and she was obviously finding it quite hard. There was a lot (laughs) of drugs in in there. So... she went over to the vending machine, got a couple of things of tea, and they're sitting there, and she's like looking around trying to find an opportunity, but couldn't find one, and the prison yeah. officer was very close to her. <laughs> she took a sip of tea, and obviously without thinking, one of her cheeks like disappeared. Oh, so she swallowed, oh, she swallowed the it. drugs back inside. But she didn't know, I don't think it was like necessarily properly wrapped, but she now obviously had 
you know, heroin gone straight into her stomach God. with boiling hot tea having washed it down. And I didn't get the feeling it was like she was sophisticated enough and you could just see her face. Just go, oh, no. Yeah. The, the smuggling was really interesting. We did have at the same prison um, people <laughs> putting drugs in tennis balls and hitting them over with tennis rackets oh, over yeah, the yeah. wall. That was a good one. Yeah, that's um, cool. And we did have one incident of a helicopter hovering down, chucking out a ladder and trying to get someone so to escape. <laughs> and um, the, the, from this prison, Very there was only one escape when I was there. And that's top thing, obviously, in prisons. Like, escapes is, like, so frowned on. Yeah. And this guy basically... <laughs> yeah. yeah. The number one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah he escaped with the laundry and mm. a van that was being taken there. They didn't have a laundry in the prison lot or didn't have a big enough laundry to do everything. And he escaped in the dirty laundry. Nice one. But what happened is when he got to the laundry, basically the lorry was emptied out down this massive chute and he was just like it, getting ready to be conveyor belted into this great big washing machine. Brilliant. So Gone um, in dirty, come out clean. Nice. Yeah. Where were we before that? No idea. Bulk data. Bulk data. So what he was saying was, the person interviewing him said, I guess if you don't want to be traced, turn your phone off. Mm-hmm. And he went, yeah, right. And he went, well, you can turn your phone off. And he went, how do you know it's off? Yeah, it's still... And the guy was going, signal, well, if you've done it. And he said, even if there's no screen, you don't know that it's not running. All you know, you've been presented that it's off. You've been told it's off by the phone. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. know what it's actually doing. Anyway, what he was saying was, and I'm going to be very brief here. He was saying the danger isn't the phones per se. It's the amalgamation of bulk data by the masts. So it's a bit like when we were saying Siri is always on. Mm-hmm. When you're near a mast, it mm. connects, it knows you're by it. Right. So that mast goes, this phone is by me. Right. If it makes a call now, it's going to ask me to mm-hmm. work in tandem with it. Yeah. But it still has to record everything that comes near it. And if it's the nearest mast, it'll then pick up the signal. Yeah. This bulk data obviously puts a picture because you're just tracked in your whole of your life. So even if you're not going onto Google Maps, it still knows the masts themselves have a picture of where you've been of where you've been yeah 24/7 yeah and he was saying the thing is that bulk data is not your data it's their data yeah and he gave the precedent for it in the 1970s a woman was being had had some dodgy phone calls and she'd seen a guy outside her house in a car and thought the two were connected mm-hmm. she rang the police with a license plate they found out where the license plate was like you know what house yeah went in got his phone number, went to the phone company and said, give us the phone records and found out he'd been phoning this woman. Job done. When it got to court, this guy's defence, I think he was called Smith, this guy's defence said, this is, there wasn't a warrant. This is confidential information. Without a warrant, you can't have it. And then the prosecutor said, it's not his data, it's the phone company's. So all we did is go to the phone company and said, can you tell us? So we didn't need to have a warrant. It was their data. Mm. And that has now set the precedent that okay. the phone company... It hasn't changed since. Hasn't changed since. Wow. So all that data and all that movement is yeah. kept by phone companies yeah. to use however they want. But you kind of then go into GDPR because either this bulk data is there is a person in this area mm-hmm. who moves from here to here to here, right? Mm. The GDPR stuff is when some, some someone is... If you are personally identifiable from that data. Now, they could probably argue, oh, we've got this data, but we don't know who it is. Mm. But it's like, how far do you drill down? Or, mm. But they also can go a bit further. Like the blockchain stuff, it, everything's auditable, isn't it? Right down to the individual. Yeah. To literally well, pin you to a point. You go, I wasn't there. And you go, no, you were, because these records show yeah, you but they'll have you they'll have your number, and your number that's is... That's what I'm saying, yeah. It, so it they do know to, who you yes, are. Yes, it yeah. does. But they, they might just go, oh, we've, we've just got a person. 
Do you know what I mean? It's but like it's like IP. Oh, I've just got an IP. Yeah, but you could pin it down to a to a, a device if you really wanted to. Or you, you know, IP can do area, or you can do device depending yeah. on yeah. But if you take this to its natural conclusion, but the targeting is far more than we've even imagined because if this particular guy, well, it's a little bit like we're we're focused on the wrong thing. Yes, aren't we? We're focused on the stuff we can see and on the stuff here. we're inputting. That yeah. doesn't matter. It's no, where right. we are and what we're doing that's yeah, being it's all watched. The passive stuff, isn't it? So yeah. if you're in. You know, a Weatherspoons pub car park every Friday night at seven o'clock. Yeah. You'll get some adverts of free offers or, you know, do. or you'll be targeted. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll be targeted. Said, right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like you can paint a picture of that yeah. person, where they eat, what they do. Vitamin D prediction, you want to rattle through the... We've done Tony Blair. That was... So the vitamin D prediction. Didn't I say this in the last one? Okay. I said you Did I cut you short? I said we're going to put it in, but Mark... Okay. In a, so yeah. my vitamin D prediction is I have said all along they can't put forward vitamin D as a panacea for reducing the illness because the vaccine had to be the panacea. However, vitamin D is almost universal agreement that it does have an impact on the reduction of severity. And therefore, my prediction is that late summer, autumn time, there will be some findings, there will be some government shift to go, now we're getting to the longer nights and now it's coming to autumn and you can't get your sunshine we're going to push the supplements more because what that'll be is another string to their bow to support the vaccine or to support the next flu outbreak or whatever happens because this vaccine is not going to cover other things. You know, it's specific, isn't it? It's specific to SARS-CoV-19. So it's not going to cover new strains that are nothing to do with COVID. The vaccines are now here to stay, but vitamin D will help the cause. So that's my prediction on that. So another prediction is is based on the stuff when we talk about the Great Reset. The thing that I've missed in my understanding of the Great Reset, I've been looking at being around changing behaviours and changing work patterns and changing you know how people work and where they work. And but what I've recognised is that the overriding agenda is the Green Agenda, mm. much more than I'd ever known. Yeah, that underpins everything. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to say is that over the next six or nine months, the resources into the green agenda in this country are going to just be exponentially increase. And we're just going to see more and more things. Do you think that is for the right reasons? Or do you think it's for... I think it's for great reset reasons. Yeah, but no, well, or is that the same as if they're not pushing any green agenda, no one's going to want to hear about it. And Greta's going to get all up in their grill and they're not going to, and it's going to stop them in their tracks. Do you think the green agenda, if from a very cynical point of view is a free pass to talk about other things. If you've, if you've got a contentious argument or a contentious set of views, if that's wrapped in a green agenda... You can't argue against it. Yeah. Having having read so much... Of the I think it's very important because I think people could make a lot of money out of it. You know, if it's, if it's about, you know, power, money, greed, those kind of things. Yeah. There's obviously some really good stuff going on, but this has been monopolized by the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And I just think... I, who I would argue don't have truly altruistic values. Well, they that come across gonna, they, they as gonna, altruistic, definitely. Yeah, but they're... Do you know what I mean? But there's plenty they can be doing and could have done already with the money all they're all making. Like you said, you talked about Amazon's profits and that kind of thing. Yeah. I just... Uh, so my prediction basically is is based around the fact that... I feel there's just going to be, I think we're going to have constant references to this is going to be brought in, this is going to be banned, old cars are going to be taken out, there'll be pollution zones. I think it'll just be a very, very big push on green stuff. I've got one little list and it's it's two, it's probably one for another day, but daring ideas that might just become normal. Okay. Things that are going to kick on from this. So yeah. fle- flexible working is going to be something we're all going to be constantly talking about. Mm-hmm. We've set a standard now. I can do all that from home. 
Yeah. So I don't need to come in, that kind of. And when you start and when you finish and that kind of stuff, it's always a bit, oh, the Scandinavians are kind of really progressive in terms of their, you know, mm. they're kind of, they have earned days off and that, you know, condensed yeah. fortnights and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But now it's like, well, we've just done it. We're not looking at another country that have done this and yeah. got through it. We've all yeah. done it. So why do we have to go sit in traffic at nine to get to work for yeah. nine o'clock? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Shopping with local food suppliers. I think people are starting to do more than that. Think more locally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that will kind of continue. Green modes of transport you already talked about, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned. And then into stuff that I hadn't really thought about, which, which I think will be interesting to look at at some point. A universal basic income off the back of all furloughs. Yeah, well, that's like a great that. research. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to read that book. Um, and then communities and new, we kind of touched on communities a bit, but community and new civic infrastructure. So there's lots of people doing things in a community because they have to, they've had to go and talk to their neighbors. They've had yeah. to set things up yeah. that they've lost, done things remotely, mm-hmm. maybe created more, maybe digital communities or, or even socially distanced communities. Yeah. And there's lots of good things happening, isn't there? At really small levels. There's, I've seen some today, there's a litter picking stuff, just you know, yeah, simple things. That. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all good. But like, can well, you, can, how many can pods you... ago was that when we discussed yeah, that? About then... having community resources so mm. people could do it, yeah. I guess it's all about harnessing these things now. How can mm. you turn these into actual infrastructures that are going to stay around for longer than five minutes? Yeah. Finally, on this, I think in, in a time where the divide and conquer thing has been happening, so with, with fear and misinformation mm. and, and lockdown and, and every combination thereof, we've pretty much been smashed to pieces as a society, haven't we? Yeah. You know, different opinions. They can rebuild us beliefs of just, Yeah, but this is what I guess what I need to read that book. Is it about who's deciding how we come back together again? So if, if you go ground up, that is going to be a lot more terrifying for the, the authorities and the governments of this world, I would have thought, and big business. Yeah. If people start doing things themselves, creating smaller businesses where everybody goes. Yeah. They have to go to big supermarkets because they're going to local farmers or local producers or, you know what I mean, they're getting their clothes from local producers and or they're getting their clothes fixed. So not buying brand new clothes from these, you know what yeah, I mean? That kind yeah, of, yeah. you start to kind of build from the ground up. That must be terrifying for, for, for the institution. Yeah, I mean, when, the you, when you read the, the book, the establishment. You'll, you'll see that there's, there's, there is a way of balancing both of those, the big business. Mm. It was like the revenues of Amazon was going up 12, 15, 20 million mm. a year. And this last year, it's gone up 101 billion yeah. in one year. Yeah. So disproportionate. Yeah, no, none of them want the, the lockdown to finish. Last thing I'm going to say mm. Um, and I'm not being clever on this because I have done a bit of reading. I think governments and big business are going to gamify and incentivize behaviors. What I mean by this is, and I have written something, but we'll talk about this next week, around the what's now being talked about, about obesity being such a a link with Mm COVID-19. Boris Johnson did a one-minute video. I don't know if you see him going down a corridor going, I'm going to invest 100 million because I've been working out and losing weight. And basically, he said, Don't eat too many carbs. I don't eat chocolate and don't eat cheese at night. That was his, you know. But he has got a person, he's got a celebrity personal trainer. He's putting in 100 million to tackle obesity. One of the people that's been brought in on his team around this obesity is, and I might have got this wrong because I haven't got the name. I think it is the guy that developed Nectar Points for Sainsbury's and the whole Nectar scheme. Uh, Okay. And one of the things that Johnson said was something around using apps on your phone. (laughs) So what I think is going to happen is that people are going to be incentivized (laughs) to lose weight. Yeah to walk distances. Now, yeah. this is how helping in the private sector, already, isn't it? Because you yeah. mentioned on your private health scheme, mm-hmm. you get yeah. rewarded more, for yeah. going to the gym. And yeah, doing the stuff. more active you are, the, the, the more points or the more cash you get 
or you know which is good for them because the healthier are the less they have to pay out so yeah. it works for them works for everybody but this works for everybody because it's basically going you'll use your phone so mm. we know where you are but the government are missing out on the data the government's missing out on the data and, 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 and any of the revenues that are associated with yeah, that oh the, I'm a cynical bugger but the phone company then knows someone who's obese and who's trying to lose weight is yep. working walking a mile a day so we will bombard them with mm. slim fast and slim as well slim yeah. as world so yeah, I think what's going to happen, it's going to be basically, instead of obesity being tackled front on, there's no mention of PTs, there's still mention of diet groups. And they're, they're just still... trying to, yeah, like I said, they're not trying to get, like, like I said, they're not trying to go to the communities and the things that are already in place and things that already people yeah. are doing. Yeah. They lose the, I guess, the effectiveness of, of the control, of the control, don't they? they lose the yeah. power and the control of us if, if we're all doing it ourselves. Yeah. Why do we need, it's like, why do we need the, the state to do that for us? Yeah. We're, we're doing fine, thanks. Yeah. Aren't we? Yes. Through Strava, through yeah. MyFitnessPal and all the other apps. But and this, stuff like this that. is going to happen that the government are going to actually it's make back to it the data, isn't it? They're missing out carrot. on all the, all, the, all the bulk data. They're missing yeah. out on that, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But that's much more controlling as well. If mm. we know that you're on this scheme and we know you're going to walk a mile a day and we know where you're walking and we know everything about you, that, mm. that's invaluable. Okay. Got a mailbag. Got mailbag. Yeah, Russian, Russian spy. Russian spy has seen. Evidently, there's a Netflix documentary on the mulleted what? serial killer on Bullseye. Oh, okay. He was identified because of his mullet. Remember right. the pictures I showed his you. His haircut, last not week? a fish he was carrying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I'd had more, there must be a Fishy. really what? No, just a really good pun on that. I just did one. I did a fish joke. Say it again. <laughs> you said he was he was identified by his mullet. Yeah. I said it's like his hair or his fish he was carrying. Good grief, Mark. Yeah, no, I know you said it. I understand that. You know a mullet? A mullet's a fish. Yeah, I know. Muppet. Not a mullet. Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Russian spy. Oh, that was it. Yeah, just there's, there's, a, there's a documentary, documentary on, for on people him. who'd like to see it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Russian spy. Big fan. Life hacks. So, for the most... I'm going to rattle through these. When you're shopping online... Yes. And you're looking at um, reviews for products... Yeah. Uh, read the three and four star reviews. Yes. Little tip. Yeah. They know what's going on. Yeah. And there's some research to actually back that up. One is grudges, got... five are people that just want to absolutely, be nice. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. With you and one. there's some science to say that people who, who vote like um, three and four shop more, yeah. feedback more, send more products back, etc. Uh, Mark, do you have a crack problem? No. Do you I've have got, a weed? I've got a good dealer. <laughs> do you have a weed problem? <laughs> what? I know where you're going already. Do you? Weeds growing through cracks. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Don't use Roundup. Does your... Oh, That's no. another story. No, does your patio suffer from weeds in the crack of the paving? No. Uh, but yes, it does. What should I do yes, about it? Yes, you do. Interesting. Yes. Well, have no fear. Simply put boiling hot water on the weeds to kill them. Uh, you can add a pinch of salt, but I'd assume that would be after you boil it, not putting salty water in the kettle. But rather than putting nasty stuff on, you know, yeah. the old pesticides that cats and bees don't like. Uh, final one from me, minty business. This one is everywhere. If you're looking at life hacks, this is everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd try it. So to remove scuffs from paintwork and upholstery, simply rub toothpaste into it, mm -hmm. wipe it up and buff it out. And I tried it and guess what happened? It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got, got... now I've got a minty, minty armrest on my, on my sofa. Mm. Doesn't work. Absolute horseshit. Okay. Um, so the hack there is don't believe the toothpaste. Don't one. believe the hype. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Mark? So I'm going to wrap up. Okay. So I'm only doing this because I said I'd do my homework. So I saw this morning has got Burnett underscore Georgina. And she is their person that has all the answers. She's very much a sort of Nigella, I think. Nigella and Denim. I'm just going to go very, very quickly. Not life hacks. Just people need to go to this, get their life in order. 
because she's offering hacks that are just okay. way beyond anything you can do. So number one me? is a bird feeder made out of Lego. Oh, come on. Yeah, next. Well, it's actually a nut dispenser. <laughs> those are the nuts in the Lego. That's overly complicated, isn't it? It's not a life hack. Someone's got to put a lot of effort into that. And plus the kids will be miffed that you've used the Lego up. Yeah. Next. Um, second life hack is how to pose provocatively. Hold on, that wasn't a life hack, Mark. With a filler gun. <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty tidy with a filler gun, to be fair. Oh, this is the best one. I'd fill a gun. What? Anyone fed up of masks all over the place? Yes, me, yeah, Georgina. Mark's, Mark's furious. Mess everywhere generally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at my tidying tips. What she's done. Get is a got cleaner. I've oh. got a box mm. and you put your masks in them. Oh, come on. But Is this girl for real? Sh- yeah, but this is the bit. You put a picture of your gran on the outside. Why? I don't know, just oh, to, to make go- it more decorative. Oh, just to remind you you're saving her life. Give me a break these aren't life hacks man. these are ridiculous she's getting paid to go on tv for this um unbelievable why are we getting paid for this there's that picture i don't know if that's a life hack or if it's hold just... on she's just yeah i know she's just been saucy just a minute i'll do one more so far i'm not impressed i think i know why you're following her okay <laughs> because of her top so... tips <laughs> okay so <laughs> this this i think is fairly creepy georgina claims this is the best gift she's ever been given it's called a mushion or a mushion it's a lovely idea if you can't be with a loved one. Oh, God, what is so it? So if you can't be with a loved one, or if you're with your loved one 24-7 at the moment, it's something to take your frustration out on. Right. Oh, it's a cushion with someone's face on it. Yeah, but that's not good, is it? No. Okay, you're obviously not impressed. No, I'm not impressed at all. Okay. So it's a cushion with someone's face on it, so you can punch them. Or you or can love them if you're missing them. Love it's them pathetic. if you're missing them. It's pathetic. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast. What's that one? <laughs> it's a cup and saucer for her table. She's glued a cup to a saucer, hung it up and, and put some, some seed on it. I mean, she's really bored. Well, if they don't like the Lego, they got that option. You just get a bird feed. What's wrong with her? Oh, well, like a wooden one. Just, you might as well just put bird seed on the floor and be <laughs> done with it. <laughs> uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast and send your feedback and ideas to I'm Finecast at gmail.com. Don't forget to give us a five-star review if on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend or two or three or four. In the next episode, I thought yeah, everyone's doing this. I thought we'd do it. I thought we'd jump on with a, with a, with a, with the youth, uh, mm. how it started and how it's going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Uh, anything else, Mark, from you? No, I'm just off I'd, to do my... Off to do you To what? feed the birds. What, tuppence a bag? Yeah. Okay, have fun. (laughs) See you later. See ya.